Welcome to the Out of the Basement Podcast with Devon Turak, Patrick Gleason, and Paul Sanders. And now, here's the show. All right, welcome to episode 35 of the Out of the Basement Podcast. I am, as always, Devon Turak, and I'm actually sitting in a room with Patrick Gleason for like the first time in five episodes? Quite a long time, quite a long time. <laughs> Paul, of course, is uh, still, Skyping still Skyping in. Hey, I'm, Paul. St- I'm still Skyping in. Yeah. But actually, it's uh, been a while since we've done a, uh, a live, mostly live session. Yeah, an, an in-person, in-person a- episode. Um, and yeah, it's been a while since we actually had a podcast. So welcome to uh, 2015. Happy uh, Chinese New Year and all that. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe it's February and we're finally getting around to recording the first episode That's of the of the yeah. of the year. It's, it's pretty sad. <laughs> work and it's all that. That said, we, we we got work. We got a bunch of other stuff we're doing. You School know, and, and all that. Well, I certainly blame work since I've been working just about every weekend so far this year, except for the ones that I intentionally took off. Or this one. No, you. Or this weekend, finally, yeah. And that. Um, yeah. Well, you you were also out. You were away though too. Right. Yeah, I took a couple trips uh, in in the lo- over the last couple of months as well. Yeah, which helped. And me with school and work is usually the weekends the only time I have for full studying. So, but hey, yeah. but now well, let's get on with this. All right. So, All right. So let's do our week in the hobby or our two and a half months <laughs> in the hobby. Yeah, several months. In the several. Hobby, yes. Well, the only thing I've been doing is well, uh, a bit of Fading Suns role playing again into get into. And uh, trying to get some board games going here and there, but it's it's hard with people back and forth. So far, unsuccessfully. Um, the Warhammer 40k, I'd, I'd like to do more, but it's just again uh, putting the five six hours in there and painting and building the armies and. Well, the the painting isn't necessarily mandatory. No, but putting like, I won't play with an unpainted army, or at least a mostly painted. But army. still, putting an army together takes but, time. Um, the only thing else I've been doing is uh, actually started watching uh, X Files again. It's all on Netflix and stuff. So right. it's like it's interesting seeing the. Uh, <laughs> it's aged not too bad for some yeah, ideas. It, hold up? it holds up for some things. You know, other things you're like, well, okay, but you know, overall, it's interesting. I, hmm. I'm still enjoying it. Uh, I haven't seen the Supernatural season nine is now on Netflix. Right, that's the second last one. Second last one, yeah. So. Actually, I was going to say, I think I have an extra copy of that if you want. Oh, okay. And uh, not too much in the comic books. Cause, uh, I, I gave up on it a while ago when they started getting like the Civil War and all that craziness. And Peter Parker dies, comes back as a clone. Some other guy takes over for him. And, yeah, yeah there was, apparently there was a body swap with Doc Ock. Yes. And then Doc Ock dies with Peter's brain, brain inside yeah. or something. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I up just, on that either. Uh, like, you start to really grasp the straws when you're doing it. So Doc Ock switches bodies, and Peter's brain's there, and then it dies, and then it gets reincarnated, and then transferred <laughs> over through... I, I did get into Civil War, though. Civil War is probably one of my favorite storylines in like, Which, the last decade or yeah, so. Yeah, and they're leading up to that in, actually, The Age of Ultron and Captain America 3. Right, Captain America 3, which comes out in May, I think, of next year. Yeah. Suppose be uh, the same weekend as uh, the new Superman versus Batman movie, but yeah, we'll they see. blinked. No, they blinked. But, you know, they blinked. You don't blame them. I don't uh, blame them, because they will lose. You still play, I heard you earlier you're playing still Defiance. Uh, I still play Defiance. It's an amazing game, and it's probably one of the most fun shooters I've played in a really long time. Yeah. Paul? But I have way more to add than that, <laughs> but we'll, we'll go to Paul first. So let Paul speak. Um, I haven't done much, just been playing 
been doing a few things on Steam, uh, checking out some new games there, uh, Space Engineers and stuff like that. It's not bad. It's kind of better than the other one I was playing a while back. And obviously I'm watching the, the new seasons of the various shows that I've been following. So right. all in all, I've just been working and relaxing okay. when I'm not working. I, I have watched a ridiculous amount of television shows over the past three months. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've shotgunned entire, not seasons, but entire shows. Like five, six, seven, seven season, season shows. Yeah. I've just done the entire series from start to finish. Uh, so I've gone through, I want to say, nine different shows, two of which had seven seasons would, possibly other ones as well. What are some of the shows? Uh, so one of them was Warehouse 13. I, I, I sat down. I'd never seen it before, but um, I remembered a couple of episodes of Eureka where mm. they'd done the crossovers. It was. I, I saw a couple of, sh- couple of them. It's pretty interesting. Warehouse 13 is actually a really good show. Yeah. Um, so I sat down and watched uh, five, I think, five or six seasons of, of Warehouse 13 back-to-back yeah. over, over the Christmas holiday. <laughs> well, no, that, that, I, that's not true. Because the week between... Christmas and New Year's, our, our buddy Bruce was in town. Right. Well, we did and, the we, and we managed to do some gaming, yeah. Yes. But, like, in, in the time leading up to that, so, like, the last, let's say, two weeks, the first two weeks of, of December, yeah. uh, that was pretty much just taken up with Warehouse 13. Uh, then I moved on to a TV show called Rescue Me, where Dennis Leary yes. plays a fireman. Fireman, that was well done. He won an, I didn't even think he won an Emmy. He, he, he may have. Or um, at least nominated. The cool thing about that show is, and the, the lead-in or the tie-in to the kind of stuff that we talk about on our podcast is that he sees ghosts. He sees the ghosts of the people he's not able to save. And he's a raging alcoholic. And yes. it, most of it is, is probably just his mind playing tricks on him and trying to guilt him into doing things. But the way he interacts with the ghosts, it, it ends up kind of taking over his life. And the ghosts all of a sudden start becoming more real than the people around him. It's actually a very interesting show. Yeah. Well, it, it, yeah, it could be his psychological damage from losing people and alcoholism. Right. And yeah, that, that show... His, his family breaking apart. Sure. And, <laughs> and that show focuses way too much on the fallout from 9-11. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of fallout for well, New York City well, firemen. At the time, I think it was shortly after 9-11. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it started relatively as soon after that, the event. But it, 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 all they do it's in right. every episode is is talk about the people no. they lost at 9-11. It's, it's, it's an interesting show. And speaking of shows where people talk to ghosts, uh, that led me to... not It didn't directly lead me, but I also happened to watch at the time this Canadian show called Saving Grace uh, takes place in a hospital. And the main character is this female doctor who is about to get married to a male doctor. The male doctor ends up getting into a coma like two days before their wedding. And in the coma, he's actually lucid. Okay. And his, so his mind kind of has torn free of his body and he's wandering the hospital interacting with the ghosts of the, the recently deceased or the people who are About also in like the same kind of situation. So right. he, some, some of them he helps get back into their body and then they wake up from whatever their situation is. Some of them he helps move on to whatever's coming up next. Again, an interesting show. And okay. I, I, I like the fact that it was Canadian. Yes, yeah. And then I watched another Canadian series, but this one was about cops. Uh, called Rookie Blue. I heard about that. That's supposed to be really well done. It actually is. It's a pretty good show. And um, 
the one of the main characters on it was one of the girls from Party of Five, the one of the young girls from Party <laughs> right, of yeah. Five. Not Lacey Schubert. Oh, it wasn't Neff Campbell, obviously, because she was the and, oldest. And it wasn't uh, Jennifer. Um, no, it, wa- it wasn't. It wasn't Jennifer Love Hewitt. Actually, you know what? Maybe it wasn't uh, one of them at all. And no. I'm just yeah, because it was Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah, and it was the other one was Lacey Shep, Shep the one from um, Space uh, nineteen ninety nine. Uh, maybe. Yeah, that that was, that was her, the young kid in that, the young girl in that. I I may be wrong. She's anyway. a short little thing in a way. She's very short. Yeah, and and like they're all Canadian actors that I see in other Canadian shows. Yeah, that one was actually really cool, and I think I watched three seasons of that. Um, okay, let's see what else did I do? Uh, I have a oh yeah right I I watched the entire. Again, seven season series of Psych <laughs> about this guy. If you've ever seen The Mentalist, yes. you know how he has that that ability to notice things and, mm-hmm. and make uh, connections. Yeah. Uh, well, there's another guy who has that same kind of ability, and his dad was a cop and basically taught him from a very young age to always be observing and and make deductions based on observations. All right, yeah. and he sets up a fake psychic agency and helps the police solve crimes. It's actually really funny and it's meant mainly as a comedy but it's also somewhat of a drama as well. But so there's there's tongue in cheek. Oh yeah, it's very very tongue in cheek. But again, a really fun show. Uh, Let's see, what else did I watch? Um, Oh, I watched The 100 which is a relatively recent show because all these shows I'm talking about are old shows. Uh, But The 100, that one was really cool. It's post-apocalyptic sci-fi yeah uh, a nuclear holocaust has wiped out most of humanity and all the remaining people are up in the space station. They uh, managed to avoid the, the nuclear blast. And because they have such limited resources, they have set a rule that any crime is punishable by death. Well, that's pretty bad because then you're left with 98 Ninety nine. You know, no, 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 no. Six. It's not just a hundred people. It's, okay. But it, so, but it's any adult who commits a crime is, is 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 immediately sentenced to death. However, the children who uh, who have who crime. commit crimes, again, any crime, are put into jail, and then all of a sudden they take everyone who's in jail at the time that happens to be a hundred people, put them into a pod, and drop them to Earth, and say. You will check to see if if the Earth is ready for rehabilitation or um, recolonization, yeah. and if it is, then we will come join you. But of course, stuff happens, and and uh, and, and since they're all criminals, that basically turns into um, Lord of the Flies a bit, right? Yeah, Especially and it, it gets way out of hand. And then these people hate the people who are still on, well, of course, on the station, can, yeah. so they. Like, we're not going to help you at all, and they start like they, there's they have these monitors on their wrists that are checking their life signs, and that's the only real communication they have with the space, sta- space station, they start breaking them. So all of a sudden, the space station's like, oh my god, they're all dead. dead yeah. So yeah, it's a very interesting show. Um, of course, they're not the only humans. Some humans have survived. survived. Well, yeah, so... And know, that, that, underground and stuff like that. And, and they've turned very feral. Well, I imagine that would be... A, could be. Yeah, so really interesting show. And the end of the first season, because only, there's only been one season so far. I don't know if it's been cancelled or not. But the end of the first season was very, very cool. Oh, yeah. Hmm, alright. Yeah, so I'm, I'm hoping, like I said, X-Files, I've watched... Well, I watched the interview, sorry. Oh, did you finally see it? I did see it. Okay, and? I, I liked it. Like, it was not what I was expecting. I mean, there's some low-bro humor to it. 
But yeah, it, it's pretty good tongue-in-cheek, and okay. it's got a few good things to say. And I don't see why North Korea overreacted. Uh, there's a chance they didn't. Yeah, I know, I know. This whole thing, <laughs> it was Sony doing it themselves to... Anyways, right. we won't get into... <laughs> we won't talk conspiracy theories? No, because, I mean, there was a huge... Uh, out, you know, all of a sudden, hey, everyone talked about the interview, where mm-hmm. before, no one was really talking about it. And it still came out, what, one day late? Two days late? Then Later than it was supposed to? Yeah. Exactly. But, uh, I mean... I keep, I keep hearing from people that it wasn't a very good movie to get anyway. It's not, so. it's not great, but it's not bad. I mean, it's I mean, Seth... obviously it's not Empire Strikes Back. Well, it's Seth Rogen and James Franco. Right. But they're really funny together. Th- they are funny together. They work well. And, I mean, yes, there is some lowbrow humor, but there's also some pretty funny scenes in there that... And, again, some also intelligent ones. You're like, oh, okay. You know, like, the, the, the interaction between North Korea and, and, and the States and stuff like that. And right. It's like, why don't you just kill them? Yeah, just because power vacuum a whole bunch of other, you know. right. so I liked it it's it's not um, you know it's something like, like Pineapple Express and stuff like that right. so you know it's yeah it's not the comedy of the year but it's well done comedies to me are always harder to do because there's a lot of forced yeah. interaction and stuff it does well I liked it uh, speaking of movies that recently came out but never really made it big in theaters um, I finally saw Kevin Smith's Tusk. Oh, okay. And it is so fucked up. Well, I'll have a super oh title. Oh, my God. It's so fucked up. But I highly recommend it to anyone who uh, who likes horror-ish movies. And really creepy weirdness. Yeah. And I like the fact that it takes place in Canada. Yeah. It's it's all <laughs> part of his Canadian trilogy. Yeah. But, yeah, and, uh, well... For, I'm sure there are some some of our fans may have heard you talk about it before. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure I've talked about it before. Yeah. But yeah, again, um, it's it's a special kind of movie, though. It's not it's not really a mainstream type of movie, which is why it didn't really do well in theaters. But I'm sure it'll find a cult following because it's it's horrific. <laughs> it's seriously disturbing. Yeah, but it was I good saw though. I saw the trailer. It was like okay, yeah, a little crazy. <laughs> yep. Oh, there was something else I was going to talk about, too. And I... Oh, I saw... Um, uh, recently, I saw a bunch of movies. Like, I went to see two movies last weekend. And I saw one more yesterday. And uh, the ones I saw last weekend were uh, Jupiter Rising. Oh, I heard some bad things about that one. You know what? Ignore ignore people. It's actually a very fun movie. It's nice. It's sci-fi. Yeah, I, I kind of want to see it at some point. It's, um, uh, it's space opera, basically. Okay. It's... If 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 you liked oh what's the one that takes place in Mars if you like John Carter yeah if if John Carter is the type of movie that you will, you enjoyed you'll probably like this okay one too. so don't don't think too much of the trying that the the plot and all just go to enjoy the the, the, the the plot's a little convoluted but it's not bad it all deals with dynasties and yeah so just go to watch the fun and, yeah and just yeah it's it's a nice space opera and then I saw the Kingsman mm. which is probably my favorite movie of the year yeah. so far okay. It's imagine James Bond. What's say again? Paul? It's also on my list. So. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely worth seeing. Imagine James Bond, but fun. Yeah, and like, also like, kid too, right? Or no, I'm thinking that's the, the king. Is that where the young guy gets brought into the right. Secret Service thing? Right. Yeah, and he, they're trying to show him how to dress properly. And right. Like yeah, he's thing. he's basically a British punk living in London. Like, just imagine a a, a London um, Cockney punk. And he 
gets taken in by some blue bloods <laughs> and taught how to be a gentleman. It's actually really funny. Of course, he rebels and, and goes his own way because that's what kids that's, do. Well, that's also probably, you know, yeah. Makes it more interesting, right? Yeah. But, yeah, really fun movie. Okay. Uh, I think that's it for the stuff I wanted to talk about. Um, I have a Star Trek game that I've been running, and the, oh, recently yeah. the, uh, the group that I play the Star <laughs> Trek game with we started doing a Firefly game. Oh, okay. And that was has been... Is that on the Firefly rules themselves? Like the Right. It's actually, I think it's the Serenity, Serenity rules. rules, yes. But the same company did put out a, a supplement or a second set of rules, which okay. sli- are slightly different, called Firefly. Okay. But we're going with the, the original Serenity rules. It's not too bad. I, well, I haven't played it, but it's I... A, it's a decent like, system. You know. And uh, we basically just made characters and um, did some... A bit of interaction, not much more than that. Okay. We've only had one session so yeah. far. But it'll be interesting because also there's they're coming out with the uh, Serenity Firefly MMO. Hopefully, hopefully sometime. Yeah, we always hear about these things, but they never really, or you don't, they don't always come to fruition. No. Like we're still waiting on the 40k one that may or may not still be going. Yeah, who knows? And is now kind of maybe turned into a um, uh, a fully online version of Space Marine. Basically, yes, yeah. Uh, so should we talk about upcoming stuff? Yeah, or? sure. Let's let's move into news and rumors. Um, anyone have anything cool they want to talk about? Well, um, I put on uh, our out of on our uh, Facebook mm-hmm. thing about the upcoming Man from Uncle. Well, sorry, uh, they're doing a remake of the Man from Uncle TV show as a movie. See, I never saw the TV show, and it, I haven't watched the trailer, so uh, well, I don't know anything about it. It's basically set in the '60s, okay. so it's still a Cold War is going on. So you had a Russian and American, and there was some interplay that way there. Mm-hmm. So the remake is actually still taking place in the 1960s. Okay. Um, so they're, they're keeping that sort of original idea. Yes, there's going to be there's more action and explosions because that's the way movies are nowadays, right. and it's not a TV show, so you have to ramp it up. Right. Uh, it's got to be big budget. Got to be big budget, but it looks interesting. You know, it sort of, sort of seems to keep some of the interplay going between the characters. Like they get along, but don't get along. You know, like there's this. Friendly rivalry. Yes, exactly. Although, because it's Cold War, not so friendly rivalry. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So it's it's an interesting one, and I'm willing to give it a try. Okay. And then uh, my roommate was telling me about this new um, game called uh, Dead of Winter. Uh, uh, zombie apocalypse. Sort of. It's yeah. It's um, it's a whole. They're doing a whole bunch of genres. They're going to do different ones. Uh, it's the first one in their series called Crossroads okay. uh, from Plaid Hat Games. Where yeah, it's it is sort of zombies but you're in charge of a whole community and you're trying each faction is trying to cooperatively work together to win Mm -hmm. but everyone has special hidden agendas right inside there so you even though you're trying to work together so it's paranoia is what you're saying yeah it's a little there's a little bit of paranoia because you're not sure what the other guy's secret mission is and his secret mission could be trying to just have everyone die because screw we're all not is this a video game? Is no, this a role-playing game? game? It's a board oh, game. Board game. Yeah, okay. it's a board game. Yeah, uh, and yeah, there's a bunch of different people, and you have your and you organize. And you, 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 there's cards and there's characters and stuff like that. So it looked pretty interesting. Actually, Will Wheaton uh, talked about it on his tabletop. Will Will Wheaton? <laughs> yes, he talked about it on his tabletop uh, podcast. Damn it! There are episodes of Tabletop I haven't seen yet. Yeah. So, and this is their first one of a series. They're hoping to have a whole bunch of other ones come out eventually as well. Okay. So, I think there's supposed to be like a Western one and stuff like that. So, okay. It'll cool. be uh, it'll looking be into. And I haven't put it online yet, but there's a first picture 
of Aquaman. Aquaman with, Mo, with Jason Mao Mao. Yeah. I have to say is yes, as everyone knows, Aquaman's been a butt of a lot of jokes right. for the Justice League and everything. Right. Uh, but I have to say, his his picture, the still, it okay, looks fine. Impressive. He looks badass. Yeah. But. Well, yeah, he still talks to fish and you know swims in the ocean. Right, but, but. the the thing is, they're, 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 <laughs> I, from what I hear, they're changing his backstory. Now he's going to be Hawaiian. All right. Well, I, I don't know anything okay. about no um, the so, movie. So now I'm, and also it's Zack Snyder, so he might do a good job. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, it's possible. <laughs> the uh, other one, of course, is the big one coming up in May. Yeah. Which, Age yeah, of Ultron. Age of Ultron. I and saw another trailer for it, or a teaser <laughs> for it. Sorry, I tried to avoid another trailer for it okay. at the movie theater this weekend. And you didn't, were you able to? Or? No, I was, uh, I was ignoring what was going on screen and staring at my phone and, and not thinking about <laughs> what he's saying. Yeah. Um, well, they're, they're, I know like they're talking about the Age of Ultron starts a bit of the Civil War, right? Which will continue into Captain America, right? And possibly the third Avengers one, but that's also going to tie into the Guardians nope. of the Galaxy. Oh, the Guardians of the Galaxy one will tie into the third Avengers, which will be the Infinity Gauntlets. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and the other one too, big news. I'm sure everyone's heard about that. Sony is giving up. The production for Spider-Man—they're keeping the name, right? But uh, they're allowing Spider-Man in Marvel movies. Well, they're going to allow Marvel to actually do the movies, right? So all they're going to do is just share the profits. Share the profits, yeah. Uh, which is actually a good thing because Spider—I was talking to the guy at work. Spider-Man is a linchpin and a connection for so many characters right. in Marvel Universe. Yeah, like he people, teams up with everybody. Exactly. So he's been with Fantastic Four. He's been with the Avengers, yep. and then you, if because they also want to do the Power Man and Luke Cage one, he's a tie into that. Right. So it's this opens up the door. Um, now the one I'm not really looking forward to is Ant Man. I'm not too sure how well that's going to do. It looks really good. It, it does, but it's no, but it looks really good. Yeah, but it's Ant Man, one guy. I know, I know. And but the cool thing is, it's not it's not the white beater Ant Man. It's his protege. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Hank Pym's going to be in it for a bit, yeah. But it's all most of the movies going to be about. Guy, yeah, he's, he's not the inventor. He's a. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's not. Yeah, the white beater, which is true. Um, the other one is I'm looking forward to the middle of May is Mad Max Fury. Yes, I saw the trailer. Or actually, not a trailer, but an actual um, clip. Yeah. Um, uh, sorry, not a teaser, a which is what we've seen. It's an actual trailer. Or, yeah, and and. Introducing yeah. people that I didn't know were in the movie. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Like um, Charlie Theron's in the movie. Oh, <laughs> did you know that? I, I didn't did know, know that. that. No. Yeah. Apparently, there's a girl who plays a, a pivotal role in the movie. Wow. Okay, and I no. think she shaved her head for it too. Wow. But it's like, really weird. It, like the Mad Max ones were good, and but I, and this is one that is easy enough to continue on some of the stories. Cause yeah. See, I don't know if it's a continuation or if it's a reimagining. That's to say, I'm not too But sure. even, even if it is a re- reimagining, it looks like they did an excellent, excellent job. job. Well, it's also not hard to reimagine the first Mad Max because that didn't get very much theatrical release. Sure. And, I mean, it was sort of thrown together as, oh, yeah, we can make a movie. 
you know, because they were trying to do a sort of documentary about the road violence and that. That was the original what it was. What? Yeah, it was going to be a, a documentary about... Road War- Warrior? No, no, Mad Max. Oh, Mad Max. The very first Mad Max was going to be a documentary about road violence. Okay. And then they just... Turned out to a post-apocalyptic movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. The other one I'm sure you're waiting for as well is Chappie. Oh, I so want to see Chappie. Yeah. I hope it makes actual theatrical release in North America. Well, it's supposed to be in Canada. It's supposed to be coming to Canada and Ottawa. Okay, good. Uh, March 6th. I've seen a lot of That that's really yeah. good news, and I love the people that are in the movie. Yeah. There's there's a couple of uh, South African uh, I don't know if they're rappers musicians we'll call them called uh, De Antwerp. So right. the uh, the 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 weird looking guy and the the woman, yeah, the crazy looking woman, they apparently are pretty much just playing themselves in the movie. Oh, really? It's the the whole premise of the movie is what would happen if these guys who are real people in the real world, found a robot and and raised it. <laughs> That's what the movie is. Okay. And I'm so looking forward to it. They're already fucked up to begin with. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And just the, the influence that they're going to have on this robot's um, AI, basically. Yeah. It looks really cool. It, it does. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. That's uh, it's another one. And then, I mean, there's a lot of Marvel movies coming out this year. No, just two. I thought there was more than this year. No, just two. It's two every year for the next uh, 12 years. Oh. Because this year is Ant-Man and, uh, and what's it? Next year is Captain America and Avenger. Oh, sorry. Uh, Captain America and uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And then the one year after that is, I don't remember. There's, there's a whole list. They're all online. No, there's no more Iron Man movies, though. Right. Iron Man as a franchise has it's been ended. For, for now. Until like they well, may... no, probably ended. The, I mean, there's there's only a couple more storylines that they could really do that don't tie into other yeah. franchises. But I mean, they can do they could yeah. But I mean, they could reboot them as a franchise because Iron Man they just have Tony Stark not be in the suit anymore and someone else take over the suit. But in the comics, that doesn't happen. There, it there does. is no. Iron Man without Tony Stark. There is. They, they, they've done it a few times. No, but it's not Iron Man. There's Iron Patriot. No, no, they did Iron Man. His when he was too too drunk for a while, his buddy took over. Rodney took over for a while, and it was actually Iron Man. Rhodes, James Rhodes, Rhodes. James Rhodes. Yeah, as War Machine. No, no, War Machine. No, no, he was actually as Iron Man. I don't think so. There was a time when yeah, he was too drunk and whatever, he couldn't do it. So they, you know, they. Yeah, uh, would have just gone in as as War Machine. No, no, no. He was playing Iron Man because they wanted to keep the Iron Man going. So they. I don't buy it. Yes. Nah, pictures or it didn't happen. (laughs) 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 Uh, Okay. Any other news and rumors that we? Oh, I actually have some video game kind of newsish news. Um, One of them goes back to stuff we talked about earlier. So it's more of a are we in the hobby than news and rumors, but. Um, Darkest Dungeon finally came out. Oh, really? Okay. It's still technically early access, so there's still parts of it that aren't completed yet, okay. but I've been playing it, and it is the most brutal, unforgiving game I've ever played. It is. Like, there have been times where I have got not gotten past a second encounter in a dungeon, yeah. and all my guys are maxed out, stressed. Like, they're totally messed up, and they're just getting, they're getting um, afflictions left and right. One of them becomes a masochist. Jesus. One of them so becomes good. an asshole, and all of a sudden is is um, 
yelling at, at party members anytime they do something wrong, which then causes their stress levels to skyrocket. Oh, it's, it's, it's a cascading horror. <laughs> it's such a fun game, though. Sorry about that, Paul. All right, I, I was just checking out the list of the movies for Marvel right. and stuff like that, and of course, there's a link to a video that. Of course, it starts, plays automatically. It's like, yep. but, yeah, actually, Phase Three, if next year, mm -hmm. Doctor Strange. Yes, Doctor Strange, Benedict Cumberpatch. Yeah, Cumberbun. Cumber <laughs> What's his actual name? Cumberpatch, right? Cumber Cumberbatch. That's Bash. actually a movie that I saw. The the one that he was in, the one about uh, World War Two. Oh, uh, the Turing movie. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was actually really, really good. Uh, it, it has really a name. Good. It's not Beautiful Mind. No. What's uh, it called, Paul? Um, the, uh, the invention imitation of... Game. Imitation Game. Im imitation Game, game. Yeah. right. Yeah. Albert Turing, right? That's his name? Yeah, Albert Turing. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, he played it really well, but um, I, uh, I talked to someone afterwards that more about it and they said they kind of butchered the of course, story and, they do and, and, and Turing wasn't really like that and, and whatnot. no so. they always do they always do to make it more drama and stuff yeah bio, biopics are tough yeah. to pull there's been like maybe a couple really good ones yeah the one where Jamie Foxx plays um the blind Ray yeah Ray Ray Charles yeah. and uh, Muhammad Ali Muhammad Ali where um oh sorry Ali Ali with uh, Will Smith, one of the one of the few Will Smith movies that are actually decent. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then 2017 Guardians of the Galaxy two, Thor three. Oh Ragnarok. <laughs> oh the third Thor movie. Yeah. yeah. Must confront the God of the Gods. There's a God of the Gods. I guess so. Hmm. That's probably uh, Suter, who's the one who brings forth the uh, right in the Marvel universe for Thor. Right. Right. <laughs> Loki would back, of course. Oh, actually, in 2017, it looks like there's three. Wait, I thought, um, what's-his-name wasn't going to do Loki anymore. He's back okay. for, for, th for the third one. Uh, and Black Panther in 2017 as well. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Again, uh, tough, to, tough to pull off Black oh. Panther. Like, you want it to be... You want it to be somewhat authentic <sighs> to the comics, but the comics were written in a time and it was somewhat racist. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's tough to be both modern... And true to the comic. Oh, they're doing Infinity War as two parts over two years, 2018, 2019. Right, so it's Avengers 3 is the first yeah. part, and the second part is Guardians of the Galaxy, is it? Yeah. 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 And then, uh, oh, Captain Marvel. Are they playing Captain Marvel as a male or female? Female, Carol female? Danvers. Okay. Yeah. okay, cool. Uh, Inhumans. I can see an Inhumans movie. Yeah, because they don't have the rights for, say, mutants, so... Right. Oh, oh, so they're playing them as Inhumans? I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I don't know anything else. Because the Inhumans are an actual group. Yeah, well, who live on the moon. Yeah. And they, they're the anti... They have some sort of uh, mist that gives them the powers and stuff like right, that. Right, right. It's, it's a... Like, again, it's not a series I ever got into. I only really know about them because I was reading one comic that dealt with Black Bolt, okay. who's the leader of the Inhumans. Yes. And he can't... Spe if he speaks, he blows your... Right, he has this weird tuning fork thing on his forehead, and apparently any voice, any noise he makes will just blow your, your eardrums apart, or yes. your face, or, or your mind, or whatever. Even bigger. Whatever yeah. it is he wants yeah, to do. Yeah, well, it depends how loud he speaks. If he screams, he can blow up. Uh, Although you think he'd be somewhat useless on the moon, because the moon doesn't have an atmosphere. And well, they do. No... They have a fake artificial gravity area. Oh, I see, I see. On the dark. But if he actually ever left that... Yeah. 
Well, if he was in, he's thrown in space. Yeah, if he's in space, he's useless. Go ahead, Black Bolt. Because there's a vacuum. What are you going to do? What do you do? Oh, oh, are you making faces at me? Ooh. Wait, if you're Superman, you can still talk in space, though. Because Superman can talk anywhere. When does Superman talk in space? In the comics, he's talking in space. I think in some of the animated. Who is he talking to? I don't know. He's talking to Is he talking to himself? Does he have a communicator? Yeah, he's talking to Bruce Wayne. Uh, in one of the animated shows. Okay, so he's got a thing in his ear that'll pick up the vibrations from his. Uh, no, he's from actually going to be. He's you know. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't he, know. They'll have a communicator. The, yeah, Bruce I, Wayne is tech master. Yeah. So they'll have a communicator. Not compared to Tony Stark. Uh, Tony Stark's much more tech than Bruce Wayne. Is he? Yeah, Bruce, tech, Tony Stark invents the stuff. Yeah, I guess that's true. Bruce Wayne just bankrolls it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a way to do it too, but then it's hard to cover that up. Yeah, that, let's not even get into that movie. It's let's terrible. get into it. Oh, wait, hey, look, the Academy Awards are tonight. Oh, I don't care. Um, oh, I have, oh, except that it's hosted by uh, Neil Patrick Harris. That's uh, fine. Um, I have more uh, video game news and rumors, though. Okay. In fact, I one I just ran across today on Steam. Okay, but before we... just uh, Go sir, ahead. How the hell can Fifty Shades Grey make $400 million globally? Because people are stupid. People don't realize that it's not about titillating BDSM. It's actually about um, domestic abuse. Yeah. Well, as they put it, if this guy was some poor guy living yeah. in a trailer park... Yeah, that's right. It's, it's only hot because he's a billionaire. Because he's a billionaire. <laughs> yeah, terrible movie, terrible premise. Uh, doesn't at all do anything positive to the... BDSM. To the pe- uh, people who are actually in that. Yeah. Anyway, back to video games and news and rumors... Um, those people who have enjoyed 40K in the past may know of another game system put out by a different company called War Machine. Yes. War Machine is coming to your your video game. Really? Uh, they're coming out with a video game version of their game. Nice. Um, it's called War Machine Tactics. It's currently on Steam. There's a demo you can download for free or you can buy it for like 40 bucks. I'm not going to pay 40 bucks for it because I don't care that much about nope. it. I will, however, try the demo, and if I like it, maybe I'll wait for it to come out on uh, for some sort of sale, like a fifty percent off, yeah. and then I'll pick it up. Okay. Um, the one other thing I was looking at, a nice sent to dev, is the Robotech uh, Tactics one. Mm-hmm. Now you were saying some people have been complaining about that because yeah, they're they're complaining about the molds that were used and the design of the uh, the figurines. Sorry. Well, Robotech Tactics is basically a tactical game for Robotech. Robotech was the animated series from Japan, which got into the States, but they had a role-playing game from Palladium. Yeah. But now they're trying to bring it into as a uh, tactical game. Correct. But it's still put out by Palladium. Palladium Palladium, Palladium created the rules for it. Yeah. They're the ones who, well, I was going to say bankrolled, but they didn't really bankroll anything because we went to Kickstarter, and people who were on Kickstarter bankrolled the uh, creation of all the molds. So I haven't put the put anything together yet. I've looked at the box, but I haven't right. had time because it came out around Christmas, which was the busiest time for me at work, and or and also for watching TV shows for you. Yeah, so I managed to in my free time, which is basically for the the few hours I was at home before going to sleep, all I would do is watch TV shows. Yeah. Um. So I have my box. I've looked inside it. The the plastic is weird because it's some sort of weird yellow plastic, okay. or not yellow, but it's almost like a gold. resin type thing. Or it's, it's not resin; it's, it's still hard plastic. Okay. But the problem with the molds is apparently when this is especially true of the Destroids, which are the uh, the land based um, mechs. Yes, which 
BattleTech used for some of theirs. Yeah, which ran some into of them did. Licensing, problems. which is why you can't find a proper Radar X. No, Rifleman. Rifleman. Uh, Warhammer. Yeah, is Warhammer the Marauder? Marauders are out. Yeah, Locust. Yeah, yeah, Locust yeah. had to be redone. Um, and the Rifleman. The who? Blood Asp. I don't know what the blood asked. Anyways, there's a there's a bunch of Robotech mechs that had to be redesigned. Yeah. I think Griffin actually is another one. Griffin, yeah, yeah. Anyway, the well, problem. The Phoenix Hawk. Phoenix Hawk. Phoenix Hawk, Hawk because yeah, that was, Phoenix that Hawk was for the sure. uh, the Robotech Veritas fighter. Ver- Veritech. Veritech in its uh, standing form. Correct. Yeah. Uh, no, in its hybrid form. It's hybrid form. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, Stinger was the uh, uh, stand-in. Mm. That's right, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, the problem that they that people have run into is when they put the molds together for the legs, they did it so that the seam runs right down the center of the thigh oh. on the front uh-huh. instead of turning it 90 degrees and so you can hide it yeah, exactly. in the side. Yeah. So there's this now ugly seam that runs right down the center of both thighs, both... Um, uh, legs basically yeah. from top to bottom, and people have tried. Um, uh, they've tried shaving. They've yeah. tried sanding. Nothing really seems to work. And, and there's something about the plastic where it either breaks off really easily, or if you try to sand it, it, it doesn't hold up well. well that's too bad. Cause yeah, just, so people are complaining about well, it. Well, they don't blame them because like you're paying. You you're doing you this. Paid a lot of money for it. Too. And and the miniature ones, people. It's also about the painting, right? right? For for a lot of people, it's not just the tactic game. Right. It's the painting and making it look good. And if you've got this horrible scene that you can't cover up. And you can't do anything about it because it's so right in the center of the, uh, yeah. the model. You know, And Battletech's another one I know they're trying to get revamped again. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the most popular mechs were the ones that they stole from other people. Yeah, so you're left with some really stupid, ugly mechs. <laughs> and it's funny. That I was, I was, yeah, most of them just ended up being Blocks, you know, just yes. chunky, blocky thing. Yeah, right. Exactly. Now, uh, again, um, the, the mechs were interesting because they're 30 meters high, so they're similar to almost Titans in the Warhammer 40K thing for the height. Yeah, Because the, uh, the Titans went from 15 to sometimes 50 meters right. in Warhammer 40K. Right. Some of the bigger ones. But when, when you're talking some of those really big ones... They're almost like walking cities. Well, yes, but which again, how does it work on? on your, how do you walk on a planet if you're that heavy? Like seriously, I, anyway, I, I don't ask questions, dude. But the other one too, though, for me was, um, you know, they're, they're similar, but they they're for me, it's always was the range things on BattleTech. Mm-hmm. So you have this heavy machine gun which covers ninety yards. Yeah, or ninety sorry ninety meters. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's a heavy machine gun. You should be hitting almost a kilometer with that. Yeah, exactly. Well, not not, not quite, accurately, but, but still. Like at least five hundred. You know, at least right. over a hundred meters. Right, meters, over a hundred no, meters. No problem, right? <laughs> yeah, getting past that. Okay, I can see it's almost impossible to hit. Right, unless you're aiming at a walking building. Right, well, in this case, it <laughs> shouldn't be that. The question is, is it effective at that range? But the thing, maybe is, the thing about it is, it can physically hit further. But, but because it gets so spread out, it doesn't have an effect on the... the because the, the, it's not concentrated, right. yeah. The thing is also, because the way... It's interesting, because the, the uh, Warhammer 40K Titans, mm-hmm. they're operated by a crew. Right. Whereas the Warhammer... Uh, sorry, the Battletech 
mechs. Single guy. Single guy. Yeah. Uh, who has a 360-degree vision compressed and stuff like that. No no shields or anything, just straight-up armor. Right. And their limiting thing, the way they... Originally, when they first did the mechs, because they wanted to limit them from being just destroying everything, was the heat. Right. You start shooting too many energy weapons, your heat goes up, and you can self-destruct. Right. But uh, conversely, if you're using physical weapons, then you have the worry about ammo. Yes. And it, if you get hit the wrong way, it could blow up on you. And, you know, right. Yeah. Which is always cool in battles. It's like actually when get ammo this, cooks Yeah, off. it was always fun when you, you make that lucky hit and it's like internal damage, ammo explosion, you get to watch it. And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, your your center torso, or sorry, your left torso destroyed, which means your perfectly untouched right arm or left arm falls to the ground yeah. useless. But I have to say, they did pretty well for the combat because your arms and legs had different types of armor. Right. So you, if you hit the leg, you could take a mech out because he'd just right. fall. Whereas a t- in Warhammer 40k, there's no individual. It, Titans are huge, and there's right. just so much armor. Period. Right. There's a chance you could damage. Right, and they have shields, and they have shields. But there was a ch- it's not like you can aim for a specific right. body part. But then again, Titans really aren't meant to be used in the game normally. No, no, they're they're more an addition the armor, on the, the Armageddon for, for Armageddon. Yeah. But again, like the like if with 3D printing, it'd be interesting doing BattleTech because then you could bring in. You're like screw the licensing <laughs> for you know. <laughs> Robo attack, right. but that was one thing I, we didn't. Uh, I discussed with some friends uh, at a gaming one. I think you were here as well, or not? Licensing mm-hmm. with three D printing, right? For the Warhammer forty k, because it, it is so expensive to get to build a big army, right? And that's one army. If you want to have another type of army as right. well, then you're, you're doubling the cost, right? And if you want to go to a convention, you're not going to bring different types of army because a it's a lot to bring with you and all it's. Uh, how much stuff do you, if you bring for a battle? You have suitcases. Right. So normally I have one carrying case that hold, holds around 2,500 points, 3,000 points right. almost. Which is not bad. Which is, um, I could have two separate armies that fight at a, a convention yes. level. But now imagine if you went to a convention, they had a 3D, pr- 3D printer set up where you pay so much for the licensing and you, that way there you can pick your battle and it prints it out for you right then and there. And you don't have to worry about carrying it. You don't have to do anything. And also you can modify as you go. You're like, oh, I want to try this color scheme. The problem with that is some people get into the hobby and they, they don't care about tournaments at all. Oh, no, I know. You still do it, but that's where you can have, if they have the 3D printer, you can, they, Games Workshop will sell you the license to print. Right. Right. And then what happens? Do you take, get, take that home? Is it yours? Yeah. It would still be like $500. They wouldn't just if give you, you that license. Well, no, 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 no. Well, you only, it's, but you, you get to print it out instead of actually buying the, the figurine, is what I'm saying. Right, but the, the material still has to come from somewhere. Right, so the the plastic they use to get the 3D printer yeah. to print it out, that costs money. That's, yeah, that's not just free, right? No, no, you don't just get it from the But air. no, I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm, they'd have to work out a business plan, but I'm right. thinking that would actually help them because it's also, if you build them from disposable stuff, right. then you don't have to, it's like, okay, like there, you can you have different versions. You can have the, the disposable one, which will, like, okay, in 40 hours or 72 hours. The material will pretty much decompose. It's it's good just for the conventions okay. or for oh I don't have space but I want to print an army out. Boom, here's an army in seventy two hours. It's that no seems good. really wasteful. 
You know, plastic is made from uh, oil, it's right? Plastic, and, and we're and we're running low on oil. <laughs> we're not that's, running low that seems on oil. Very, it very wasteful. It could be other, like any sort of organic material. What What else would you make it from? I don't know. Vegetable plants. F- plants. Hemp. Maybe hemp. hemp. <laughs> First of all, hemp is illegal in most states. Shouldn't be though, because it's. Just but a- how are you going to use a cellulose, fibrous? Well, material. That's for the scientists to do. I'm not a scientist. I'm just saying this would make sense. <laughs> Damn straight, not a scientist. No, but you know what I'm saying? Like you could have, but people have invented stuff like this. So, okay. so some sort of material that will de- is solid enough that you can use it for a miniature, but will decompose. Will decompose within a couple of days. Yeah, or a week or so. But okay. something. But something. And that way, there's like, oh, I use them. I can you know decompose them, not care about them, and then move on. Okay, I'm just thinking that'd be the the future because instead of like, because it's an expensive hobby. It's a very expensive hobby, and it Although, takes a lot of space because it's a business, and because these people are trying to make money. The cost to license and have it printed out for you then and there would have to be so astronomical that wouldn't be worth it. That it wouldn't be worth it for the average person. Yeah. It would be easier for them to slowly over like months or years accumulate the force that they're finally going to go fight with. That would be more economic. Yeah, or or the other one is just get get onto the computer stuff and you put a game out there where you can yeah online and servers and it's like okay I have three thousand points that's how many like, based on your subscription is how many points you get to use each right. tournament and you can allow so many tournaments in a month or whatever so you can have like oh I'm only paying five dollars a month so I'm allowed to do patrols only right you know yeah I could totally see them putting out a proper board version or sorry a computer version of the real game yes and the best part about it is you don't have to worry about the rules yourself all the rules are being incorporated in the background yes and that's actually what they're doing with all of their specialist games and I called this a while ago but any game that was at one point a specialist game yeah things like Mordheim things like Battle uh, Blood Bowl things like um uh, Battlefield Gothic now. Oh yeah, all of oh, those yes. are coming out as video games. Nice. I've played Mordheim. Mordheim is fun. It's still not <coughs> ready yet. It's still in the very, very early access. Um, it's the early access process. So there's a lot of things that aren't available yet. Right. Although you've now you now have the ability to customize your battle for. Oh, that's force. pretty. That's pretty good. And that that is for fantasy. That's a fantasy game. Um, it's small, small band skirmish yeah. basically. Uh, Blood Bowl. Blood Bowl. Oh, fantastic was, game. Uh, the board game was awesome. The board game was fun, but again, a lot of rules to remember. Yes, And yes. the video and then, game takes and then they care had, of that They had all the expansion stuff as well, which was even more yeah. rules. But it was... It's it, something like 30 races, too. Yeah, It's kind of cool. Uh, they're, they're, they're coming out with Blood Bowl 2 now. Oh, right on. Uh, it's supposed to streamline some stuff. I I think I put a link on it on, yeah. uh, on our but Facebook right. page. But you're right. The fact that it's... Uh, computerized, so it's all you don't have to worry about the rules. Yeah, everything's you, you taken just care of. Plan what you want to move, and it yep. goes. It tells you if you're going to hit. Yep. Oh, you're done. And this is the damage. So it's much nicer. And yeah, Battlefleet Gothic would be awesome. So that that's coming next. That's the next um, uh, game that Games Workshop is putting out. The next video game they're putting out that's, is Battlefleet Gothic. It's Space Hulk already. Space Hulk. Uh, so, yeah. video um, game. The thing is, because there's not too many really good space combat games out there in my right. Opinion. My my favorite actually was the Starfleet Battles games. 
It takes place in the Star Trek universe. You're oh, flying I very... know, but oh my god, you want to talk rules? No, no, I'm, I'm not talking the board game. I'm oh, talking right, the computer, computer, computer game. game. Okay, especially the second Starfleet Battles yeah. Two was probably the yes. best um, space combat game I've yep. ever played. It in my was life. awesome. Doesn't um, work on my computer anymore. I tried. No, not too bad. Because but the board game was. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. the board man. game is just it's it takes you five hours. But I mean, the, and that's the problem when you start getting involved with. All the different types of races, and right. all the different. I mean, it covered everything. Yep. But there was rules beyond rules beyond rules. Yep. And then also with okay, if you're launching drones and they have other stuff, and you have like okay, here's a board. Oh, here's our ships. All of a sudden, here's like you know the uh, missiles and the drones and the torpedoes and. and, and Nope. And then keeping track of all the movement of all of this. Uh, Forget about keeping track of movement. Keeping track of power. Oh, yes. Oh, oh my God. God. Yes. That was half your game was trying to figure out if you have enough power, where you can steal power from, what you can lower. <laughs> yes. Oh, like, the whole thing is such a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. It was fun, though. But, yeah, and you're right. Like, that as a computer game worked because yeah, it, takes, sure. it gets rid of all the rules. All you're left is doing yep. the tactics and the strategy and just going for that. There really wasn't that much tactical stuff no. to it. It was basically, oh my god, my shields on my aft yeah, are, are, are gone. Let me turn to my side so I have fresh shields yeah. to use against but them. But the, the Battlefield Gothic one would be pretty good. They, yeah. they have Chaos and Wells. Oh, of course. Yeah. They're, they're going to have all the races. It's not out yet. No. So far, we've only seen rumors about it. Well, because they had the, they had actually had the board game for that for a while. Yeah. Which didn't last um, for... No, there was never a board game. I thought there was a board... Not for Starfleet Battles. Um, no, 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 for Battlefleet uh, Gothic. Not, not for Battle, Battlefleet Gothic. No, I thought no. there was. Oh. Battlefleet Gothic was a uh, miniature game. Yeah, okay, yes. And then now it's a computer game. That's what I mean. Sorry, it was a board game. It, it wasn't a board game. It was, it was a, a miniature. It was a miniature tactical game. Yeah, but that's the same thing as Starfleet. Starfleet was a miniature. It wasn't a board game. Was yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was. But, but it, that one used um, counters, if, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, Battlefleet Card, did card, use cardboard tokens. Well, no, no. Uh, which one? Oh, yeah, Star Star Trek Starfleet yeah. Battles used uh, tokens. Yeah. Yes. Or is Battlefleet used actual little yeah diecast bottles? Which again, then you, you see. I'm still waiting for the day. I think I said this before. Is like when you get the whole computer simulation all together, mm -hmm. where you could play. Okay, you're a marine. <laughs> then, but you could also take it to the you know. The, the Battlefleet or the Armageddon the Thage and stuff like that. You, you just, oh, I'm now in command of, you know, a ship. Oh, now I'm in command of a fleet. I launched my poor little, you know, minions. And then you get to go and play those minions? Yes, exactly, you know. No, that, that can be fun. Um, Eve is kind of doing something like that where they've taken a, a um, Eve Online, sorry, is mm. this, um, again, space simulation game where... Uh, it's it's huge and has yeah. thousands of people currently playing at the same time. Um, but what they've done is they've they've taken a newly built first person shooter, which is a planetary based uh, game. Sorry, changing temperatures just messing with my freaking allergies. So they they they, they took this this first person shooter or possibly third person, but I, yeah. I think it's first. I think it's and incorporated it into the same universe, oh, okay. so that you can go um, and and they've they've also created mechanics in the game where you can um, gain control of planets for your own faction, and when you go and 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 do that, you can actually send 
become a player and lost oh, really? this other game okay. and switch over to the, the actual the, land assault. Oh, okay. Weird. I'm still boycotting Eve. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, for movies, though, Deb, mm-hmm. we haven't talked too much about the, 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 the big one at the end of the year. I don't want to talk about it. You don't want to talk about Star Wars? I don't want to know anything about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't, I'm so worried that I'm, my hopes are going to get up and it's going to be dashed it can't again. Be worse. It cannot be worse than the prequels, you're, man. You're right. You're it right. It cannot be like that, that pile of garbage I can't shh, diarrhea that got dumped out by yes, Lucas. You are correct. But you don't understand how excited I was for that movie to come out. The first prequels? The first and then you the, went, first the prequels. <laughs> and I couldn't figure out what happened. Like, I, I sat there stunned in the theater going, it's Star Wars, I want to like it. But I can't. But I can't. Right from the very beginning. I hated it. Right from the very beginning, you're like, what the fuck yeah, is this? Yeah, um, unfortunately I hated it. Well, ow. Uh, just funny about myself. Um, the one problem I have with the trailer, I can... Like, I haven't seen the trailer, I don't want to know anything about me. it. Yeah, do you do you have to go back to the same planets? Can we not find other planets I know. in the ginormous universe? It's a seriously? galaxy. It's a fucking galaxy. It drives like, me crazy. You've got it, no. We got to go back to Tatooine. Why? Yeah. Why? Oh, it's the planet of his birth. Well, no, it wasn't actually. That's where he was raised, but he wasn't next planet where he was born. But yeah, and in like, fact, it should have had nothing to do with his upbringing at all. No. Sorry. Sorry. It shouldn't have had anything to do with his father's upbringing at all. It's a planet in the middle of nowhere, which is why he was sent there. Yes, because somehow Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker, forgot where the fuck he was born and wouldn't go check that for his son. Right. Although, technically, he wasn't he, told he thought they were, all, they were dead. He right. didn't know he had a son. But he, he still went by yeah. Tatooine. Was, and he didn't recognize the droid that he built. I know, I know. The, so anyways, don't, to, let's yeah. not even okay, get how about, that stupid movie. Next year, besides, you know, the uh, other Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff like that, mm-hmm. the one you mentioned quickly, Batman versus Superman, which is going to introduce The Flash, possibly Wonder Woman. No, definitely Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman possibly, possibly Flash, Flash, and I guess now Aquaman. But the tagline underneath that Aquaman poster oh, was seven. first to the, or Unite the Seven. Unite the Seven, yeah, which, is which makes Justice me League. think that maybe they will introduce all of them. Or maybe wait till movie three, and yeah. then have whoever's remaining from the list. Yeah, because I mean, who is left from the list? Green Arrow, um, Martian Manhunter. Oh, Martian Manhunter. He's he's gonna be tough to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't even know who the who the original founding members of the Justice League were. Obviously, those three, four, four. Who's left? Uh, well, you have okay, the Flash, yeah. Green Lantern. Green Lantern, of course. Superman, so they have to, they have to redo a Green Lantern movie. Yeah, I think Haw- I don't know if Hawkman was one of the ones or not. Um, maybe because there was Justice League and Justice Society of America. There's no two Justice Society is futuristic. Yeah, Justice League is the one that's modern day. There you go. Uh, Superman, Batman. Oh, that's number twelve. That's different. But yeah, the, the okay. Let's just see. Who were the original team? Okay, while Pat's looking that up, Paul, have you seen any of Gotham yet? I have. Yes, I've been watching it. Yep. And thoughts? Um, they've introduced just about every single villain that Batman ever faced. Okay. And they're doing some incredible stuff with this, the the 
movies. Uh, it, to explain how these characters get to where they are. Okay. And is it decent? Is it worthwhile? And, uh, um, um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It is, it is worthwhile. You, you get to see a lot. I mean, it's not about Batman. Right. You know, it's all about Gordon and, you know, how the city develops into what it is so that when Batman comes along, you know, he has to deal with it. And it just, it's all corruption everywhere. You know, and it's a good story. It is a really good story. Good. Okay. Uh, here, oh, sorry, Paul. Here's the original members. Yes, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Green Lantern, Aquaman, and Martian Manhunter. Okay. So that's the seven. That's the seven. So the ones that are we missing after, after the Superman versus Batman movie are Martian, Martian Manhunter, and uh, Green Lantern. Yeah. And Green Lantern technically was introduced in the Ryan Reynolds movie, which, which everyone didn't... seems to hate. I didn't have a problem with it, but everyone else seems to hate it. I didn't hate it. Just wasn't, I wasn't liked it. universally hated. It I wasn't. Yeah, it, it wasn't Green Lantern, though. In my mind, I thought it was okay. Um, just, yeah, Paul. Sorry, uh, um, this was to go back to the whole Gotham. Thing. Yes. Like I know, um, it's supposed to be part of the DC universe, right? And there's there's ties in with Green Lantern and Flash, right? Oh, are there really in the, t- the TV shows? Well, no. Well, that's that's the thing, though. It's just like Green or. Um, Arrow and Flash have had their whole cross series um, get-togethers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In both of them, they've, they've already they've they've had the crossovers already on those shows, and um, I just don't see how they're going to get Gotham. They're not. Gotham has nothing to do with that. I don't. I don't believe it would would, but they're supposed it's supposed to be at some point. But it just seems the storyline is just so dark and different that I can't see how they could have a crossover. I, I don't believe they will have a crossover. I don't think... Like, that's a completely separate storyline, and it might even be completely isolated from the the modern universe. Yeah. Like, the, don't even think of them as as um, as the same universe, even. It's it's a different show altogether. It's a, a different type of show. Uh, what about Agent Carter? Has anyone seen Agent Carter yet? No, I've heard good things about I've it. I've also heard good things I've about been, it. I've been following that religiously as well. And? And, uh, yeah, it's good. Yeah, you know, it picks up right after uh, the first Iron Man movie. Captain right America. Uh, Captain America movie. And, uh, <laughs> it's just, uh, it has the it has the guy that played Howard Stark in it. Right. Yeah. You know, it has her, obviously. Obviously. And so far, it's it's been it's been really good. And one of my favorite characters is actually the guy that voices Jarvis. Mm-hmm. He, he plays in it. He's actually Jarvis in the show. Oh, a, Paul Bettany? How, how, yeah, who, who Jarvis was supposed to be. Okay. Oh, okay. Based, yeah, so the guy that voiced all of Jarvis in all the Iron Man movies, he's actually playing Jarvis, the human, in Agent Carter. Okay. So, because um, uh, you don't see a lot of how you don't see a lot of Howard Stark because okay. he's sort of somehow he's on the road, basically, and so. All of Howard Stark's interaction is between is, is through Jarvis. Okay. Uh, what about the Netflix original shows they're putting out? The like first Daredevil. One. Right. So Daredevil, I think, is already out or is coming out. It's soon? coming out soon. What about Jessica Jones? That one, I think, was the first one that was slated to come out. Yes, I haven't heard anything more about that one. I thought it was out already. But I don't have Netflix, so I, I can't watch any of these. We pause as Pat. Yeah, I'm just to the... checking. Yeah. 
It premieres in 2015. So it's premiering. Oh, so yeah. sometime this year. Sometime this year. Okay. Same as Daredevil. I wonder if they're going to do this thing that they always do and put out the entire show all at once. I like that. I do like that. I like it too because that's how I watch shows now. I don't watch... Because you get to do it all in one shot. You don't yeah. have to sit there, oh, next week, coming in next week. Oh, it's starting next week? No, no, no. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, like yeah. That's what I hate. It's like, oh, yeah. and wait for a while, wait for a while. Um, and no commercials. No commercials. And no. hopefully built without stupid commercial breaks where it's obvious that a show... Break. Cut right yes. now for a commercial. I think they they still do it though, so because in case other it gets picked nah, up maybe. by the, uh, which makes sense. I, I don't blame them for doing it because they, if they're like, hey, it gets picked up. And yeah, you have to have scene breaks when you're going from one location to another. That I, oh, that makes sense yeah. too. Marvel, aka Jessica Jones, yes. coming 2015. But not when. Uh, nope, doesn't say what date. Okay. And Daredevil one. I'm. I'm willing to give the Daredevil TV show a look. Mm-hmm. Like, again, if they release it all in one shot, I have no problem with it. Again, coming 2015. I didn't mind the Dare- extended Daredevil movie with Brian, uh, De- Ben Affleck. Yeah. I think the problem a lot of people understand, it's hard to do comics yeah. in a movie. Like, it's, it's easier to do ones like Superman or over-the-top ones than it is to do someone like Daredevil who's just a little bit better than a normal person. Right. Right. And mainly it's just based on training more than anything else. Exactly. And the fact that he can see is, you know, blind is a huge thing. But, yeah, it's basically him with martial arts and the fact that he, he, he's, you know... It's not like Spider-Man who I can sense danger and stuff like that. Right. You know... He's not the Hulk, right? So it's hard to do a sort of dark, gritty one. And we all know they did bad. Like, everyone disses Daredevil, but there's still the Ang Lee Hulk either, which was pretty bad, too. You know what? I I have no problems with the Ang Lee Hulk at all. Uh, except for I Nick really Nolte and the dogs. Okay, the dogs were stupid. Yeah. And Nick Nolte turning into a weird electric creature, that was weird, too. But the actual, everything else that movie did was done well. I will say that the other Hulk movie, I prefer the Edward Norton one. I preferred that. With Tim Roth is a about yeah, action. Yes. Yeah. That was actually a more fun movie. Yes. But the Ang Lee one was just But as I mean, good. like, you you said that you've watched your, the extended version of Daredevil. You I, like have, it as well. I love you know, the extended version of Daredevil. I mean, I, I know, you know uh, what's his name? We have played Bullseye. Uh, Colin, no, Colin, Farrell. Colin, Colin Farrell, not Colin, Colin Firth. Yeah, Colin Farrell. I, I don't like people diss Ben Affleck for playing. What's he supposed to do? Like it, yeah. you're given a, a so-so hack script. Yeah, but, you know you, you gotta do what you can do. It's also like uh, Daredevil's supposed to be a serious type guy, like right. Matt. Uh, ben Affleck. No, no, the the, the Matt. What's his name? The, the lawyer himself. It's supposed to be a serious Matt Murdock's supposed to be a serious type line. Right. And Daredevil's this grim, vengeance bringing guy. Right. So it's not. There's no tongue-in-cheek. There's no lightheartedness to it. Right. It, it is, you know, I'm bringing justice to the night. It's similar version it's of... It's like Batman. It's Batman. Except yeah. Batman gets to be Bruce Wayne, who's a flamboyant playboy. Right. So you have that sort of thing to it. Whereas Matt Murdock's, no, he's a, you know, a lawyer who's right. straight-laced. And but, but not just that, but he's a defense attorney. Yes, and he's usually going up against like billion dollar attorneys, and meanwhile, hits him and his yes. partner. Yeah, exactly. So, 
small time, yeah. always uh, losing, like never, like, okay, sure, he'll win occasionally in the, in the courts, but he's, he's not a, yeah, well, yeah, he's not a, um, uh, he's not a philanthropist, no. he's not a billionaire, no, he's, he's barely scraping by in the real world. Yeah, because his then, office is, barely, like, there's just him, his office, his secretary, right. it's pretty much, you know, they're, they're scraping from whatever, right. court, which is why, also why his, his, uh, his partner's always trying to get the bigger clients in. But again, it's yeah, it's it's not a tongue in cheek. There's no real too many lighthearted moments to it. So that's why it's hard to do as an actor where you're like, okay, I'm serious, and then I'm even more serious. But it's supposed to be a comic book, so and people want right. sort of tongue in cheek with comic book. And this is why, well, besides other bad writing from Superman, a lot of people have problem with the new Superman movie because it's too dark and gritty for Superman. Mm-hmm. Like Superman's supposed to be the light that everyone wants to be. Like, oh, he's good, he's pure, he's always doing this sort of stuff. Batman can be dark, but Superman's supposed to be the cheery, four-colored poster, you know, guy. Well, until what's his name gets his hand. Well, that's what I mean. That's that's the one. That was a problem, and that's where there was a lot of dumb ones in that movie, which we won't even get into here. But I'm hoping in the next one, when it's Batman versus Superman, they take some of the comments people have made of how dark Superman was and try and at least lighten it up. But not if they're going to follow the, the storyline from Frank Miller. Right. Because if they're doing Frank Miller's Batman book, then... Dark Knight Returns? Dark Knight Returns. Well, which is actually on Netflix. Superman... One and two. Is yes. Actually, yes. Awesome. But but Superman is an asshole in that. Oh God, yes. He is not a happy person. He's not the fun loving Clark. No. That's all been beaten out of him, and yes. he is he's the, the, the follower, a fallen of... angel basically. Yeah. He's a dark, dark uh, person. Well, he's not dark. He just and I doesn't... think that's what they're going towards. Yeah. Okay. So, and if that's the case, then it makes sense. I just don't like it. Yeah. He doesn't still doesn't kill. He just you know cripples people and rips their arms off and. Yeah. Now, also, this is interesting because then they could lead up to the um, Injustice one where there's a different world right. where Superman loses it and takes over and right. like, is willing to kill people. And becomes a despot? Yes. Yep. Yeah. That was a good one, actually, because it shows the interesting parallel between because Superman is so powerful. Right. Who stops him if he decides that, no, no, you're going to do things my way because that's, that's right. the best way. And if you don't agree, I'll start... <laughs> slowly going down and eventually I'll kill another hero because yeah. fuck it you're not following the party line so that was a good series actually on Netflix uh, it's a show, TV show yeah they, they, they didn't call it Injustice though, did they they should have uh, I think so it was an, I think it was Injustice it actually was was it because that's definitely like Literally, the storyline. Yeah, the well, that's yeah. It's a two different. There's two different. There's our version. Yeah. Our, well, sorry, not our world, but whatever the world where Superman is in. Right. He's good, and then there's the one where he he lost Lois Lane and went right. nuts, and yeah. And then they they draw in people from both. Yes. From both worlds, and they all end up fighting together. That's yeah. the Injustice game. That's and that's what they they did actually animated mean, series about. Yeah. It's actually very good. I recommend people to check it out on Netflix. See if you have Netflix, go check it out. I don't. No. Well, I'm sure it's available to find on I'm, I'm other sure, I'm methods. I'm sure it is. Now that I've finally taken my computer back and I'm, my hard drive's going back in this week, hopefully I'll be able to get back on my computer again soon. Yeah. I've been living off my laptop for the last three months. It's driving me crazy. Um, but that's about it. I can't think of too much more. Um, Do we have anything miscellaneous to talk about? Well, I think we've pretty much covered that as well, haven't we? 
Do we? What was? The, what what did we talk about that was oh, miscellaneous? Oh, well, miscellaneous. I'll be able to see soon. Yeah, right. Pat's going for eye surgery to yep. get his uh, cataract up eye fixed. Yep. Only a one percent chance of being blind. Woo-hoo. Disability, baby. <laughs> Disability. <laughs> yeah, but then you won't have depth perception, which means no more driving. I don't drive a car now, anyways. So. Yeah, but you have often rented rent a car. car. You're right. You're right. Yes. Um, Remember that Mustang you had for a week? <laughs> I wish I had that. That was so nice. God, that was expensive to rent. Yeah, no doubt. And fucking expensive to drive because it sucks the gas back. Yep. But it was nice. Um, Crisis for Earth? No, I'm just, yeah. So I'm just looking at some of the uh, Netflix stuff. There's all the animated series around there. It's pretty good. But I can't think of too many more miscellaneous stuff. Paul? Well, specific. Okay, well, we can you know, call it a day here. Are, are good, you know? Oh, and yeah, because we'll talk eventually about the Comic Con and the oh, Bruce Campbell. Sorry, the Army of Dead TV series. What? The Evil Dead TV series. What? Yes, you didn't hear about this. No, I did not hear about oh, this. Oh wow, yes, Evil Dead TV series. TV show with Bruce Campbell playing as an old ass. Starting twenty fifteen. Plain as an old Ash. Okay. Ash has spent the last 30 years avoiding responsibility, maturity, and the terrors of the evil dead until a deadite plague threatens to destroy all mankind. So the deadites exist in the present world? Yep. Okay. Yep, they're coming in. Yep. Uh, so it starts 20, sometime in 2015. <laughs> movie legend, be movie legend Bruce Campbell. <laughs> yeah. As Ash, the, the guy who hasn't done anything. Interesting. Yep. Does he still work at uh, ShopSmart? Shop uh, it doesn't say, yeah. In the event of a dead invasion, Ash must attach his chainsaw and pick up his trusty, trusty boomstick one more time. <laughs> yeah, so there we go. My Man Bruce is going to be on a new TV show with the Army of Darkness, Evil Dead. Oh, but speaking of Comic-Con, I just found out yesterday that Will... He's going to be here again this year, which is awesome. Yeah. He's fun. Oh, yeah. Or his his, uh, his talk show, his podcast is pretty cool. He has a podcast? Well, sorry, it's tied in with the, the video. Tabletop. Tabletop, yeah. Because you can find the, just a straight-up podcast, I think. Really? I, I think so. I don't think so. Now, he may have a separate podcast, but it won't be, it won't be tied into Tabletop. Because okay. without the visual... You really can't make much out of a tabletop game review no. show. No. Because you're sitting there playing the game, and if you can't see what's going on, you're not really going to get a lot out of it. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. <laughs> I don't remember where that's from. Uh, isn't that from Big Bang Theory? It may, it may be from Big Bang Theory. Was Sheldon saying it? Will Wheaton. But yeah, that's my miscellaneous in with the Bruce Campbell evil okay. dead. It's really more of a news and rumor, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Keep in mind, we can't go a podcast without a Bruce Campbell reference. So. Well, we actually have had many in the last year, ever since he finally showed up. Yeah. Maybe not many, well, a couple. Now, now Pat's behind. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so i got to start pumping it out again there. <laughs> okay. Uh, tell you what, every episode now you can do a Bruce Campbell watch to see how the episode, how the show's going. All right. <laughs> Um, our next podcast, we might try to sneak one in before I head out to Chicago. That'd be nice. Oh, wait. Speaking of miscellaneous. Yes. Someone's 40th birthday is coming up soon. It's not, it's not relevant to anyone who listens to our show. Yes, it is. 
Deb's turning 40. That's a big thing. Eh, whatever. <laughs> I don't really it's care. Everybody but Deb. I don't really yeah. care about it. Whatever. It's not, it's not going to be any different the day after than the day before. Whatever. It's just a number. It's a big number. It is a really big number, man. Oh my god, I'm freaking. No, I'm kidding. Because after that, it's pretty much after that, it's pretty much all downhill. Just death. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's yeah. Forty, fifty, <laughs> grave. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I got, I got like a good decade left in me. <laughs> yeah. Oh I'm, yes. I love the uh, that show. The first two seasons were very good. All the stuff that's going on with him and his now ex-wife and his new wife, I just weird. I don't know what's going on with that. The Shield Man is awesome though, his his ex-wife. Yeah. No, you have all you have them all on DVD, the ones that are I him. do. Yeah. I have the first two seasons. Have you watched Game of Thrones at all? I've watched the first three seasons and the yeah. fourth season is sitting it's next up in my rotation. Right now I'm watching the second season of Elementary. Oh, by oh, the way, Elementary. Richard. Very good show. It's Sherlock Holmes played by the guy from Hackers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And it takes place in modern-day uh, New York instead of London because he's come and he's a recovering drug addict. And his uh, Lucy Liu, his, his Watson, yeah. is, was at one point his sober companion. She was keeping him on the straight and narrow and now has become his partner, basically. She, she starts... She really gets into the whole deductive reasoning thing. Right. He takes her under his wing and, and starts to tutor her. And he's bringing her up to become a detective now. Oh, cool. It's a very, very cool show. I yeah. really like it. And so I, the second season just came out uh, last week. It arrived at my doorstep. I had just finished watching season one over again. Yeah. So I switched over to season two. But as soon as that's done, I'm into Game of Thrones. Such a good show. That I'll probably be able to do in just one weekend. Right, yeah. I imagine so, yeah. Nine yeah, or ten. It's only ten, ten hours. I can easily pump out ten hours in a week. I hell, I could I pump out ten hours one night, midweek, waiting. I get, get home from work at five, done around three a.m. That's doable. <laughs> Crazy man. Yeah. Uh, that's it for I can think of for now. I can't think of anything else either. Well, we'll like yeah. We'll, if we can try for one before. Oh, you... damn oh, it! I can't think of something. Oh, again, this is more tied into Chicago. But I'm going back to Adepticon again this year, yes. like I always do. And this year, we're going to be part of the podcast showcase. Oh, nice. So I'll be up there with the other podcasters talking about the stuff that we do. So I'll be sure to, uh, to promote spread the, the word. Yeah, promote, promote, the, promote the game, I was going to say. Promote the ad, the show. Yeah. Um, and we also have a RPG night that, uh, that nice. Terrace... Actually, I'm going to talk a lot about Terrace Cassidy. So Geek Nation Tours sponsors, or not sponsors, but is running this tour to Adepticon. Takes care of all the bookings, all the rooms. You go and, and pick whatever classes or, or, or tournaments you want to take part in. But he always organizes events throughout yeah. the, uh, the whole week. So every night there's a dinner. The first night is the, uh, the welcome dinner where we just talk about what's going to happen for the rest of the, the week. But So one night is the podcaster dinner. One night is a painting thing where a lot of um, like award-winning <coughs> painters are going to be helping people to uh, improve their work. Oh, nice. So if you want to bring something that you currently have in progress, yeah. they'll sit down with you and, and maybe show you techniques of how you can um, improve 
the whatever it is you're, you're trying yeah. to do, or they'll teach you new things or whatever. It, it's just basically it'll be great to sit down it's, with them, it's, just watch. It's open learning. Yeah. And there's like three or four of them, and there's maybe like fifteen or twenty of us, so a lot of hands-on tutoring as well. Nice. If you don't want to do that, it's t- it takes place at a like a amusement area, so there's yeah. going to be arcades, there's going to be games, that sort of thing. So people are free to do whatever they want that night. One night is an RPG night. This is the one I'm really looking forward to, where they're taking all of the Fantasy Flight games, 40k Fantasy Flight games, 40k based role playing games. So and they're, they're all they're all the rules are all interchangeable. Yeah. So Death Watch, um, uh, Dark Heresy, uh, Black Crusade, Rogue Trader, and Only, Only War. War, and they're putting. They're having different people run scenarios for each of those games oh, that all tie <coughs> into together. an overall arcing storyline oh, that's going on. Awesome. I'm playing in Only War, and apparently I'm playing with Andy Chambers. Andy Chambers of 40K uh, author fame. Yes. He, he took part in uh, creating the rule book. Um, he, I think, has at least a couple of stories out there as well. Try to get a small interview with him for. Um, I'm, I, I don't know if I will do an interview, interview, but at least I'll try to get some stingers out of them. Yeah, well, exactly. Yes, yes. Uh, this awesome. is Andy Chambers, and you're listening to the out of the uh, the out of the basement podcast. podcast that would yes. be awesome. Yeah. So that that I think is going to be a lot of fun, and I've been tasked with bringing him out of his shell and getting him to, you know, become. More, apparently, I'm like the the social butterfly or something. So I get drunk. to. Yeah, not they'll be drinking. Don't worry. I'll be drinking for sure. <laughs> um, oh, our, I made Terrace um, talk to the hotel yeah. and ensure that they're going to have Guinness on hand for us. Nice. So they'll be Guinness for us to drink, which is awesome. Anyway, but, but speaking of Nation Tours, uh, you and I have talked about this, yeah. but not on on, um, on, 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 on mic. Uh, Geek Nation Tours is putting out the zombie apocalypse yes, yes. Uh, tour. In, in starting in Atlanta. It starts in Atlanta. And then it and finishes then, in Florida, Disney World. Right. It goes down to Disney World for their... Haunted, um, uh, tr- haunted Night or Haunted, haunted Trail. Or, haunted Trail or something, something like that. Yeah. It, it sounds very interesting. Yeah. And we were both looking at it. Because you get to... Uh, well, you get to meet some of the places that The Walking Dead takes place. You right. get to do survival training. Yep. Uh, shooting guns. Yep. And actually taking a place in a sort of a live mission where you're, you're doing a house hunting or house clearing or something like that. Right. But it's, I mean, it's with, I think it's airsoft guns or whatever, but yeah. it's still. Yeah. But the same kind of stuff we used to do in the army when yeah. we were doing yeah. uh, house clearing. Well, we also do like the paintball stuff like yeah. that. So but it's with airsoft. It sounds very interesting. It sounds awesome. The, it was just a money issue. It's, it's, it's a little expensive. It's almost four grand, including the flight to get out there. Yeah. So if you've got that kind of cash just lying around and you haven't recently had a child, sorry, Mr. <laughs> Trainer. Can't go. <laughs> yeah, but it does sound very interesting. So check out Geek Nations, GeekNationTours.com. and uh, yeah, that the, the Atlanta one does sound, and especially you go to Disney, and they've set up things for Disney World. They can't promise all the stuff, but they've right. set up stuff for you can, for something like for the haunted that we get VIP service or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, well, we don't have to worry about waiting in line or anything. Or sorry, they don't for have me, to... it was the Atlanta stuff was more interesting yeah. than. Disney World, like, it's like okay, whatever. But the, the Atlanta stuff is more interesting, and it's uh, it's going on. I think Halloween of this year. Halloween it, it is Halloween this year. year. Well, it starts Halloween. It, it starts before Halloween. Right. You end up. It ends up at the haunted house ha- on for Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. Anyway, it looks awesome. So you might want to check that out. 
And of course, he's got tons of other stuff that's going on. If you want to go to Gen Con, he's putting together a Gen Con tour again, like he always does. Yeah. Loads of stuff going on. There's an anime tour coming up um, next year where, where he's going back to Japan. But it's instead of for samurai, it's about anime. It's going to be more Tokyo-based. Um, more stuff on there. Yeah, just yeah. go check them out. Right, there we go. I think that's it. Cool. Well, let us know how it goes and do a recordings from there. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll, there will definitely be an episode recorded like there always is with the yeah. boys from uh, from the tour. Yeah. But hopefully we'll get to do another one of ours before, before that, that happens. Yeah. All Maybe right. Early March sometime. Well, I'm going to say goodbye then, guys. Okay. Thank you very much. Good night, all. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>